Resuming. We heard. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I'm the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe, baby. And to my other, other right, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X. Man Flores. You can't save them, Charles. You know, Charles, you can't save them. You couldn't save them in 2023, and you can't save them now. However, we are going to be discussing... The best of the best of the best of 2023. We're going to be cover covering movies. We're going to be covering TV shows. We're going to be covering animated. We are going to go through all the best of 20 and 23. Uh, Joe, how was your 2023, the end of it? We haven't talked in a while. How you doing, bro? Uh, pretty good. You know, work is finally over, so it's slowing down. So I get to chill a little bit more. Relax. Now I'm back to like having the weekends off instead of working six days. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Well, thank thanks to you and every other person out there who made sure we get our packages on time. Yes, sir. Alfonso Westman Flores, how was the end of your 2023? The end of my year was actually pretty nice. Um, had the family down. I had them over this year. Uh, not she wasn't spending time with her mom, but. This is the first year Nate stayed up till midnight. I could not believe it. Past couple of years, he's like, no, nah, Dad, it's okay. You go on without me. <laughs> he's eight years old now. He's lost his two front teeth, and he stayed up till midnight. So we had a blast. You know, we made a lot of noise. Emma had a friend over. You know, we we toasted with some Martinelli's uh, sparkling apple cider, and we rung in the new year. Wife was asleep, but I still went over, woke her up, and kissed her. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys set off fireworks? Uh, no, we had little little kazoo things. So uh, it was funny because we went outside and we blew them as loud as we possibly could. Joe, fireworks still aren't legal in Oceanside, right? No, no, they're not. Oh, hey, okay. speaking of like like your son was up at you know past midnight. I, I came. We went to go watch um, Aquaman two. Me and my son, right? Oh yeah. And I'm driving back, and I see a little eight year old come from the carport, have trash walk over to the dumpster and then throw it away and then come back and do it again. And I'm like, it's midnight. What's a little kid doing out there? And all I could think about was the Dave Chappelle sketch where he goes, we saw a little kid on the corner. I think he was in like Seattle or Washington or something. Or was it Washington DC? And he's like, baby. I don't know if you remember that. He's all, baby, what are you doing on the corner? And he ended up being like an adult that was selling some <laughs> But it was pretty funny. Cause you know, I wanted to get on and say, baby. <laughs> man yeah you're uh you guys sound like you had more exciting new year's day than me of course my neighbor set off fireworks which is pretty cool they're illegal but they don't care and then the ghetto birds come out and they like put spotlights on everyone setting off fireworks so then someone like a block away sets off fireworks and the ghetto bird goes over there and then so the person who set them off before puts them dude it's so awesome so it's like you get to see the ghetto bird just fly back and forth. 
in my neighborhood. It's great. So yeah, 2023 ended with the proverbial bang. That's not an Alfonso joke. It's just, it's just what happened. Uh, so we're going to get into all things 2023. Let's kick it off by talking about the best DC movie of 20 and 23. Now, I know there are a lot of movies that I pretty much know what you guys are going to say for the best DC movie, but I'm going to throw a curveball just based on the fact that, yeah, I'm loyal to Shazam. And so if you look at product placement with the Skittles, if you look at Helen Merkin coming back, if you look at the family joke that Zachary Levi gave us, Shazam Fury of the God deserves the number one spot for DC movie of the year could be shazam movie of like the decade but the first shazam movie was better alfonso x-man flores uh what are your thoughts on the movie of the year dc wise you know i was tempted to choose shazam just to make you super ecstatic but i couldn't do it because i took into consideration the family aspect that you just talked about and blue beetle beat him out That should be my real choice. I mean, dude, <laughs> Blue Beetle was awesome, but yeah, I'm loyal to Shazam. No, I understand. So you're, you're, you're right, man. I mean, Blue Beetle was amazing, and it annoyed the crap out of me that no one went to see it. But now that it's streaming, everyone's like, "Oh, this is a good movie." Well, you know what's never going to happen is another that dude as Blue Beetle, right? Because y'all did him dirty, okay? I saw that movie three times to try and help him out, and I watched it three times in an empty theater. Uh, Joe, what say you, DC fan? Yeah, you know, like I enjoyed Blue Beetle a lot, too. I think that's going to be the best one for me. Uh, I think it's good enough to at least say that's part of the new James Gunn universe. Because I thought it was written very well. The family aspect was dope. And, you know, like, shame on the Latinos, bro. Shame on the Latinos, man. They should have showed up, bro. We showed up for Shang-Chi. You showed up for Black Panther. Latinos need to show up, bro. You keep, you keep, you keep complaining about there's no room for you in Hollywood and, and you're getting typecast and stuff like that, bro. But none of y'all fools be showing up to support your peoples, man. Though I wouldn't have... Peoples. I wouldn't have put it quite so eloquently as Joe put it, but he's right, man. You know, that Hollywood's goes after the Latino dollar. There's so much Latino influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, you heard me try to do the fake accent with Latino. That's all I got. Okay. That's it. Um, okay. But yeah, dude, you didn't show up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why not? No, exactly. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of tough because you, you had, I mean, first of all, you know, you have like this kid who he did great with Karate Kid and everything, or I'm sorry, uh, Cobra Kai. But, you know, DC had been dropping the ball left and right, left and right. So it's like they kind of lost a little bit of that. And then uh, George Lopez was going through some controversy as well. So they lost a little bit of that. You know, usually people would come out and support him. But I, I think there was just too many bridges burnt throughout that for it to really shine the way it should have. I mean, but no, you would think a burning no. bridge would shine. No, bro. There's a thing you you call Latino pride, <laughs> and none of y'all showed up, bro. Regardless on whether you're for super superhero fatigue or whatever, you got a Latino superhero lead in a movie. Whether you think DC sucks or not, you're gonna show up and support. You, and you didn't show up and support. I'm just they just didn't. Whether you thought the movie's gonna be good or bad, you show up because. They'll, you're going to help your more Latino brothers and sisters get roles if you show up. And if you don't show up, 
all the man's going to say is he'd be like, see, look, not even your own people is going to watch you. Why do, why do we need to make another movie with you? They don't show up. I agree completely. In the, the Familia Flores, we were there. Yeah, let's go see what I'm talking <laughs> about, go. bro. Yeah. Okay, okay. Alfonso bailed us out on that one. Mm. Alfonso spent his money on that. I did see it three times, though, yeah. Alfonso. That's stress. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of showing up, I, I feel like this year people stopped showing up to Marvel movies, uh, and I feel like I don't believe in superhero fatigue. I believe in crap movie fatigue. <laughs> and, and by you, you heard us. If, if you're a listener of the Nerd World Order broadcast, and if you are, tell your friends, tell your mom, especially tell people you don't like to listen to Nerd World Order broadcast. But if you sat with us through 2023, you know that we said Phase 4 and Phase 5 sucked, right? Mm -hmm. But we still showed up, okay? Which means we are going to have a best Marvel movie of 20 and 23. Now, I'm not going to do that thing that Alfonso does, where I try to mix in like every movie that I wanted to say was number one. I'm just going to tell you what I thought was number one and hope one of you guys picked the movie that was like runner up for me, but I'm not going to say what it is because Alfonso uses that trick and we're on you, Alfonso. So <laughs> James Gunn, when you look at the guardians of the galaxy trilogy, it was just so well put together that I had to put it and dude, that, that action scene, that non-stop action scene where it's one continuous take. Oh my gosh, dude. Like James Gunn, go do what you got to do with DCU and make Marvel feel sorry. Like, like it was a bad breakup, bro. Okay. So you go get yourself the best looking chick, the baddest chick on the planet you can, hypothetically speaking, DCU being the baddest chick, blah, 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 that you can, and you make the MCU feel sorry they ever, le ever left you. Hit the gym, get buff. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was dope. Um, and I think I, I really enjoyed the Marvels, even though they said it kind of bombed. I enjoyed mm -hmm. that one a lot, too. I thought it was pretty pretty dope. And I think Brie Larson gets a lot of hate. So it's a shame because I, I like her as Captain Marvel. But yeah, you know, to your point, like the Guardians of the Galaxy was a nice finish. I think that closed that chapter of that Marvel, mm -hmm. I think, for me. And, you know, when it was good. <laughs> and, you know, I'm hoping like these, you know, like them realizing like, hey, let's stop the breaks. You know what I mean? We're spending too much money. And we're not making money back. Let's concentrate on stories and right positionings of movies being released. You know, it, and by them not putting out that many Marvel movies this year it, so far. I mean, what I think is this Deadpool, right? Is the next one. And when is that? May? Is it May? Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing else between then. You know, I mean, we're getting Echo, but I mean, dude, if you release all episodes at one time. <laughs> I don't think it's that good. <laughs> you know, like Netflix is known for that. I mean, they have some good stuff that they do that, you know, but Disney, as far as I'm putting stuff out like that, I don't think it's going to be that good. I mean, I'll still check it out, but I don't think it's going to be that good. Yeah, I'm glad you said Marvels because that allows me to jump in there and do the Alfonso. Dude, I loved Marvels. I thought that was a great movie. I think it's very clear that Brie Larson is 
Joe's Melissa McCarthy. You don't have to like her, but he'll always have her back. Yes, so I, I, I respect that, my bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, so much hate, dude. She does. She really does. And I mean, Melissa McCarthy movies aren't always the best, so she can she can earn a little bit of that hate. But Brie Larson does nothing mm-hmm. but pump out good movies, you know. Yeah, I, and she's very humble. Like she's like us when she meets someone like she's a fan of. Like yeah. she doesn't hold back. Like oh my gosh, it's John Zeno. Yeah. I'm like, you know, oh my God, J Lo, I became an actor because of you and Selena. I'm like, oh, I mean, I like me some J Lo, but you're a better actor than her. But you know, hey, if that's who you you loved and made you be aspired to be an actor, I mean, hey, good for you. But you know, yeah. just the genuine of her just fanning out, and you're like, bro, like she's a fan of you too. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, totally. So Alfonso, <laughs> what say you? <laughs> So that that was the thing. It it was it was a really uh, close call between those two movies. Um, Marvels was really fresh in my head. I still had a lot of you know I, I, the the enjoyment I felt in that movie. I it was great. It was great. I I, I love that movie. Um, Guardians Galaxy same. I mean, but it wasn't as fresh in my head, even though I've seen it more. But when I thought about it, and I'm trying to weigh them, you know, one over the other, Guardians gave me so much more emotion. You know. I laughed, I cried, you know, I was happy, I was sad, I was, you know, Marvels was great, it was a good time the whole time, I mean, but I didn't get as emotional in the Marvels as I did Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's one thing I love about, like, these comic book movies, when you, you have somebody that you know and you love, and that's close to you, and it brings you in, it makes you feel, like, you know, you're trying to be a big, tough man, and next thing you know, you're like, man, I hate you. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but Marvels definitely right up there. Wow. So we all snuck in that honorable mention. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's what we do in 24. We just admit we're sneaking honorable mentions. <laughs> now, we're moving on to the best movie of the year, okay? I'm going to try to stay in my seat. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, which, ladies, gentlemen, and nights, you can watch us on the YouTubes, and you can share the YouTube link with your friends, families, and foes. But best movie of the year. I've seen it three times and I'm disappointed because there's a lot of days where I'm about to go see it and then something happens. I hope we're all sitting down because Godzilla minus one. Oh my God. Oh my God, dude. Okay. I've seen movies in 4D. Okay. This movie in 4D. Oh my, dude, dude, there's, there's never been in my entire existence. Okay. In every molecule that ever went in my body, there has never been a movie experience like Godzilla minus one in 4d. Like I was like, damn, did I really get attacked? Like, oh my God, this all oh, incredible freaking movie. And then, and then, well, first I saw it in IMAX. Okay. And in IMAX, I felt it in my chest. Okay. Like boom, Godzilla came out and then I saw it in regular movie theater and I got to enjoy all the nuances of it. The acting dude, here's my thing, right? Everyone, like, they spent $15, $15 million on this movie. Yes, I love this freaking movie, okay? They're going to release it in black and white. I'm going to watch it in black and white. So, yes, I love this freaking movie. But anyway, $15 million budget, okay? This Godzilla looked incredible for $15 million. They, he was, you know, no spoilers here, ladies, gentlemen, and knights. He was destroying a city because that's what he does. And it looked incredible. And when he did his, now they call it heat, 
breath. They used to call it atomic, but that's probably like, oh, that's not PC. We atomic got canceled, so now it's it's heat breath. Um, dude, it was oh, incredible. Everything about this movie, even the story. I'm gonna admit it, dude. That the every time I saw it, I was like, I was on the verge of tears every single time I saw this movie because the end of the movie, I was like, oh, I knew that was gonna happen. You didn't surprise me, but I'm tearing up anyway. So I could go all day. Joe's like, shut up, dude. Let me talk. Let me talk. Alfonso Exman Flores, what's your movie of the year? Oh, um, my movie of the year, man. Um, first of all, I, I need to see Godzilla minus one. I'm so stoked about that movie. Uh, can't wait. Um, my movie of the year. Uh, I really wanted to go with an animated, but you know, then I was thinking, well, we have best animated to go over still. So when we get there, just know that the best animated that I choose is, you know, my favorite movie of the year, but I'm guardians of the galaxy three was still my favorite of the year because honestly, I didn't go to see that many movies. Uh, this year, I don't know what it was. I was looking through a list of every movie released in 2023. I'm like, wow, I missed a lot. I, I don't know why I was so busy, but um, yeah, as far as, you know, like I said before, emotion, it, it just, it pulled on my heartstrings in every direction. To me, it was kind of a perfect film. I was super stoked with that. I think the emotion is what pulls people in because I feel like whether it be Guardians or whether it be Godzilla, both starting with a G, um, it's like you go in to expect action and special effects and then they pull at your heartstrings and you're like, dang, you know, that's an extra element. So Joe, uh, what's your movie of the year? Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because every time we want to talk about a movie, I'll be like, Oh, I didn't watch that yet. A lot of the predator movies. So like, it's, it's hard for me not to laugh at that when you said, Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. You know, we've heard that. <laughs> get a, get a t-shirt. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Would be perfect. Um, Alfie, if you thought like Guardians of the Galaxy pulled on your heartstrings, Godzilla minus one is gonna do the same thing. I mean, to Alan's point, I mean, that's I'm gonna say that's the movie of the year for me. Uh, it was dope, it stayed true to its Godzilla roots. He was a villain, it's through and through. I mean, the scene with his head just popping out, swimming towards a chasing a boat was just like you know, because I'd be hella scared if I saw that thing looking back and it's coming out and there's nothing you could do, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that was dope. And then, you know, like the story was really good. And, you know, as as predictable as, predictable as it was on the very end, I was okay with it. Because <laughs> usually, like, predictable stuff, I'm just like, man, come on, dude. Like, really? But when it happened... I was relieved, even though I know that that's where they were going with it. I was relieved, like, oh, that's so cool, dude. Just because the overall story about family, you'll you'll like it, Alfie. I mean, you'll 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 like it a lot, you know. Now, my my question is, that is my favorite movie of the year. My question is, uh, Dukes, you had to probably no subtitles three times, bro, bro. I sat down. I knew I was going into subtitles, and I I loved it, right? Because you know how you always say like. When you hear the actors, you understand the emotion that's trying to be conveyed. Mm -hmm. And then the words tell you exactly what was wanted in the script. Yep. I'm still not going to watch no subtitled anime, <laughs> but bro. <laughs> bro. That was my it, point, dude. Yeah. Like, the anime, <laughs> the, the Japanese voices are so much better, bro. Mm -hmm. And when they hit that emotion, you know, it's just like, it's, it's authentic, you know, because it's, to me, it's, 
it's more emotional for me and it's more of a connection hearing the Japanese voice. Yeah. And then like reading the subtitles, of course. But you know, like I get at late at night, you know, like at midnight, you can't fall asleep and you're watching some anime, you ain't trying to read at midnight. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. I, that's the time where I'd be like, okay, go ahead and dub it. But you know, like <laughs> but <laughs> but the subs is pretty good, dude. Like you the the voices, man. Nothing beat those the, you know, the Japanese voices, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it seriously makes me think like maybe I need to give the subtitles a second shot because I mean for it I totally felt it. And there's certain scenes in that movie, if it would have been in English, it would have just been like, eh. Like the emotion, like the main character, there's some things that he said where I was like, dang, that's deep. Like it wasn't deep like philosophical, but like you understood his struggle. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you'd get that if it was like you know they brought in some dubs. So yeah, I'll find and, and then to mention the budget too, like what they did with that budget, better than you know like the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy. And they spent so much more money, but the visuals were just clean. Yeah, Alfonso, I'm telling you that that Attack on Tokyo, dude, mm -hmm. you ain't you ain't seen nothing like that, bro. Like. You may have seen a hundred Godzilla movies. When you see that, you're like, "This is the real Godzilla." Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I keep hearing like, you know, for the longest time, people's biggest complaints with like Godzilla movies is the fact that they spent too much time on the characters. And like, no, we just want to see monsters destroy things. But this dealt with the characters, and people were loving it. So it's like, whoa, they they turned the tide. So I I, I can't right. wait to see this. Right. That's mm -hmm. what me and Dukes were talking about because. Like it's always like like the when the American version when they come on you're like bro I just want to see Godzilla and King Kong fight <laughs> whoever they got to fight these characters I'm literally not into but you know again to what you to your point off you like just the acting and the overall story like you're like oh whoa this is a Godzilla movie it's cool to see Godzilla you know but you really want to know what happens to the family so yeah. you're like can we go back you know like and it's just the the whole town rising up to fight Godzilla like you were rooting for you're you're rooting for the humans this time and, you know Godzilla's cool but usually like the humans in these movies are so bad you're like Godzilla kill them all baby kill them all <laughs> yeah yeah definitely bro well um I know Godzilla actually there was an animated Godzilla which I should try to watch um just because i've been godzilla crazy i've been watch i watch like all the old toho stuff so i'm gonna see if i can find that on youtube however speaking of animated alfonso flores why don't you give us your best animated movie of the year my best animated movie of the year would be spider-man across the spider-verse <laughs> that i mean like the first one insanely good you know they did so much with the animation they did so much with the way they shot things the way everything was just you know put out there you know they were they were shooting things at different um not screen ratio oh, they shoot things at different screen ratios they would shoot things at different speeds you know like there's a certain amount of uh frame images rates. per frame yeah mm -hmm. or you know so many frames per second and they would change it up for different characters to like give you that feeling of of their time you know or even even especially what they did with spider punk insane you know his movements were at one thing it, it was it was yeah what really, they did bro? hold on hold on Alfie. really you bump with some Nicki minaj huh that's from your story bro oh. 
<laughs> oh, dude, I was like, oh, you got that on your ringtone, huh? <laughs> no, nah, that's all you, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Alfonso. No worries. So, yeah, um, into, I mean, uh, it's Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, Beyond the Spider-Verse. I mean, all these Spider-Verse movies, there's, I can't wait for the next one. I just cannot wait for the next one. The story that they had with Gwen and, and Miles, the way, you know, their relationship had blossomed and hit Miles, you know, being jealous of Spider-Punk and, you know, all the background characters, you had a spider cat, you had a spider horse, you had a spider, you know, cowboy, you had a spider T-Rex, <laughs> you had Miles hanging on the back of Spider-Man, and oh man, and, and the bagel joke, I love the bagel joke from the first one where he's like, he hit me with a bagel, you know, he threw a bagel, he's a bagel, and it said bagel right there, that guy came back to be the villain, oh my gosh, I can't say enough good things about this movie, I know you guys loved it, and in all honesty, that would have been my best overall movie of the year. Um, but I didn't want to spoil this. <laughs> Me too. I'm not really into animated movies and I don't think I saw any other animated movie, but in the wait across the spider verse was a work of art. And I think Alfonso put it really well. They put so much thought into what they were doing. And then, you know, they talk about, you know, when you go back and you watch different stuff and you're like, well, here miles's background turned like purple and yellow and here it turns blue. there's just so much about that movie that's like that movie has easter eggs for itself it's just an incredible movie uh joe what do you have as best animated movie of the year yeah i mean you know again i think all three all three of us agree that it's going to be spider-man and spider-verse you know like the you know like Sony's doing really well with the animation department, but I think also Disney's What If um, second season is really good. And, you know, DC needs to be careful because DC was king of all the animated stuff. You know what I mean? The, their movies mm -hmm. weren't doing too well, but the, the anime has been good. And and Marvel was lacking in that department. But I, I feel this year or last year, um, they stepped up big time, you know, and it, and, you know, even though it's, 2024 is season two, you know, like I would like to think that it was already done by last year, but oh, you know, it was last year, right before the new year. So yeah, like last year, like the animation department stepped it up big time for Marvel. I agree. And, uh, you know, let's talk about best animated series for a moment. Joe, is that your number one? Yeah. It's, it's what yeah. if season two, I think that's really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. And, you know, like we were talking about this too, too. So it's like, the whole C phase four or five was so bad. You could have literally took this season of what if one and two and combined it into a different universe that went a different way. And then I, I, that's better than what they came up with for phase four and five. I'd have been cool with the captain Carter. I mean, she's dope. And so what I like, you know, about that is you don't really need captain america bro like you could you could have used captain carter you know so it's like, and she's a perfect leader you know in that series you know like it, and she, i think they did her a little dirty in um dr strange too but you know the live version she's so fine too and you know the live version she's perfect perfectly capable of leading you know like the new avengers or whatever they wanted to do i hope hopefully she's gonna be in secret wars that would be dope but, you know, like cross our fingers, but, you know, and then, you know, the introduction to the new character too, the, is a uh, Mohawk? Is it Mohawk? Yeah, Mohawk. Yes. Native American, Natives. 
Mohawk is is totally a new character. Even though, like I was talking to this, I went to go pick up some comics and shout out to Stacy. And Stacy was saying that uh she's like, ah, it's just a Disney Pocahontas ripoff. <laughs> you know, she was kind of upset about it. She was like, how she was speaking the language, and then by the last episode, she's talking perfect English. So she kind of felt like I, you know, I find, you know, even at work, I find like women tend to get more upset with Disney and and what they're doing with certain characters that I find the last, you know, I, got, I talked to a lot of women about comics, but the ones that I do talk to, I feel like they're like, they don't agree with some of the stuff where I'm just like, I thought it was a perfect way of creating a new character that's not gender bending or mm-hmm. um, race bending. You know, mm-hmm. to it's a totally new character with new powers. I thought that was awesome, and looking forward to see what they do with her in comics. You know, and if they use her in the live version of Marvel, I, I think it's cool because it's an original character. And, sh- and shout out to them for doing that. Yeah, I I totally agree with everything you have to say, bro. Uh, question for the two of you: Joe's probably going to know this. Alfonso didn't see it. Uh, the newest Mission Impossible movie was Haley Atwell in that, and did she do any action scenes? I didn't Captain see Captain. the the new Mission Impossible, but she is in it though. <laughs> okay, and Alfonso, you don't need to answer that, bro, because I know you didn't. Yeah, we know, we know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that I remember watching it, and like the first episode, I was like. Eh, it's kind of slow, but I really like the story. And then episode two hit, and I was just like, dude, this is so good. And every episode got like progressively better. Um, I didn't care really for the second to last episode where they went like into medieval times, but it was still a good story. It, it had a lot of good emotion. Um, it it's good. It's also my best animated series, and I can't think of any other animated. Well, yeah, I can, I can. I, I definitely can. But anyway, yeah. So it was definitely my favorite animated series of 20 and 23. However, Alfonso, I'm curious what you're going to say. Okay, first of all, I did. I loved that. <laughs> I loved What If Season 2. Uh, the Die Hard episode was so <laughs> great. Um, but how they, how they can do me so dirty like that? That conquistador. Did you know what his middle name was? He's like... Hey, my name is, what do you say? Gonzalo Alfonso, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dang. Straight up attacking me, man. Hurt my feelings. Nice. I probably <laughs> noticed that at the time. <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, it's funny. Um, I didn't include What If Season 2 because I thought it was all, I thought it was 2024, but you're right. It was all last year, or it was last year from Christmas on leading up, man. So, um I was I was trying to figure out what I, I thought was the best for the year, and my my top pick was Chainsaw Man. Um, like right before we got on, I looked it up, and Chainsaw Man actually started in 2022, but the last episode was in 2023. So, redemption. <laughs> but Chainsaw Man, it was it was just such an awesome anime, man. Uh, I can't wait for a second season of this. I really want to get into the, the manga and, and start reading it, but I, I don't want to spoil it. You know, I want to see it. I want to, I want to, you know, live in it. I want to visualize everything. I want to hear it, you know, right in front of my face. So um, I'm definitely going with Chainsaw Man. They, they did that so well. The, the animation, mm-hmm. the styles, the movements that they did, even like when mm-hmm. the guy lost his arm, I can't help but think of that. And that was the first thing that popped in my head. 
Yeah, I mean, that's two different things, animation and anime. So like, uh, you're pretty on point with that. Yeah. So you could have picked two. Damn. You know what I mean? If you think about it that way. So, yeah. I mean, you're you're perfectly fine with anime <laughs> as being the best instead of the animation. <laughs> right, right. So. <laughs> wow. Joe giving Alfonso an out on that one. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, well, it's anime and there's animation. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> two totally different things, you know. I, I could see that. Is. I could definitely say I, I was also including anime in my list too. So I won't tell you what my runner up was, but oh, it definitely on. wasn't Chainsaw Man. By the way, dude, I, I don't know about you, Joe. I stopped watching Chainsaw Man because number one, I mean, yeah, okay. He's supposed to be a teenager or whatever. And he's obsessed with boobs. It's like, come on, dude. Like, really? Can you stop? You know? And then there was a, there was a part where he threw up in someone's mouth. What? that's when i was done okay that's Bro, that's when i was done that is that's different than a dude going in someone's penis like to this hands on the boys that you continue to watch even after that see that's what he did with yeah. his hand inside of it he was tickling <laughs> yeah well you continue to watch it i'd rather see someone throw up on a man's mouth than to see a guy go like this <laughs> It's tickling on the inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So um, I can't disagree with you, Joe. Both are both something that I don't want to see. Um, <laughs> but I did continue to watch the boys and they continue to find different ways to abuse that part of the body. So, yeah. Every se every season, every show. Even Jim Vine. <laughs> Yeah, even Jim, that's what I'm saying. You know, they have spinoff shows and they're like, but we got to do this. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Don't forget the D. <laughs> to throw yeah, up in someone's mouth, you know, but don't like, do that. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. All right, dude. However, that's not what makes the show good. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. But, but they've got a checklist. <laughs> no. Uh, we can transition since we're talking about best animated series. Let's talk about best TV show of the 20 and 23. I'm going to be selfish because I'm going to say this before anyone else does because I don't think you guys are going to say this, okay? Because it didn't even hit me. Alfonso sent us a list, right? And he's like, boom, 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 boom. All these things on the list. And I was like, I'm going to go off the list. And then I heard Ahsoka. And I was like, bro, you ain't got Ahsoka on this list? I was like, uh, you, uh, what? No, Ahsoka. Dude, Ahsoka. Uh, Joe's been telling me about Ahsoka for years, right? Like, dude, Ahsoka's so good, right? And even though Sabine was just ah, annoying, it was a really good show. It the, the last episodes of the show were great. It had good payoff. I believe Rosario Dawson is a very, very good actress, if you haven't seen that, everything Dave Filoni's doing is great, but I think he's really starting to hit his stride. Uh, Joe let me know that the next Mandalorian will be in the movie theaters, and I think Filoni's really going to nail it. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Joe. Why was your number one movie Ahsoka? Number, um, number one show. Ahsoka was dope. I'm a huge fan of Ahsoka. However, one piece the Netflix series was like so good is when we watched that, we totally forgot about Ahsoka. And then when Ahsoka started getting better towards the end, as good as it was, 
I was still thinking about One Piece and how good that show was. So for me, it's One Piece just because they're, that's the first, in my opinion, of a live adaptation of an anime that was so good. And it didn't, it followed the anime, but still was like they had little tweaks to it, but it was so good that I didn't mind. Kind of like with the Godzilla, the Godzilla, um, Minus one. Minus one towards the end when you knew it was predictable and you were okay with it. That's how it was with Netflix, you know, One Piece. I was okay with some of the changes that they made. But, you know, like it's a close, it's a close one because Ahsoka, like towards the end, it was, it was so good. You know, it got really good when Anakin came back, but it just shows how much exploration that they could do within, you know, Anakin, you know, like, because he's still at the perfect age where he's where Anakin could be, you know, so he, he could always make an appearance in that little form. So I thought that was pretty cool how they left it open and um, you could always do some more stuff with Anakin, but the one piece I'm looking forward to season two. So, I mean, one piece is pretty good, man. You know, you know, there's, there's, I'm sorry. <laughs> there, there's a difference between TV shows and anime adaptations of TV shows. <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm just messing. That's pretty funny. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Dukes? I, I was I was just curious as to why you thought Ahsoka was the best TV show of 2023. Okay, first of all, I don't know how that wasn't on my list, and second of all, I wasn't going off my memory because I could not think of anything. So I actually <laughs> I googled it, and that was the best I could piece together from what I found. So yeah, sadly Ahsoka wasn't on my list, but One Piece, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with One Piece as well. It dominated my entire mindset when I thought about any kind of TV show, even even in animation. I'm like, well, I'm not caught up to the 2024 or 23 section of the animation. Um, but the whole thing started with my son Logan. He's what, 26, and he's like, Dad, Dad, you got to see One Piece. And I'm like, that's like over a thousand episodes, son. And he's like, Dad, you got to watch it. All right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. So I started. So I watched maybe a hundred episodes, and then I watched the uh, the live action, and I got reinvigorated for the for the uh, animated because or the anime because of that. And dude, I am on like episode six hundred and something. I'm in Dress Rosa. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You know what I mean? Uh, it was so bad because I started watching on Netflix. Netflix went to like episode 325 and then they're like no more and i'm like crap so then i went to hulu it's on hulu sweet got up to like episode 500 and it's gone i'm like man so i had to get i had to get Crunchyroll, but i can't pay for another service because my wife's gonna kill me so i'm watching it and and it comes in he's like dad why are you watching this in spanish i'm like this is japanese son so i'm actually having to read it which is very difficult for me because i have very little attention span squirrel no. but um Netflix or Hulu just released that same series. So I've actually, I'm watching Dress Rosa for a second time and it's, it's so freaking great, man. Um, but the, the live action, they did it so well. My only concern right now is that there's so much that they got to cover and they did a really good job of like picking and choosing what they were going to cover and what they're going to, you know, kind of blow over or blow through. Um, but there's so much of it and I'm so involved now that I, I can't, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with season two, but it is it was such a great show they had so much heart so much character development mm -hmm. for such a little amount of time you know they they covered a lot in the mm -hmm. in those in that one uh, season so so happy with 
One Piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, even in Netflix, I think that's this weekend. Like they finally finished with the Wano arc, which was a oh, okay. super long arc. Right. And they're on to Egg Island. And now Netflix is going to, every time the new episode comes out, you can watch it on Netflix. That's what I heard. So are they going to pick up all the older episodes too? I would, they, they upped um, some more seasons. Good. You know, on Netflix that, you know, because it went to, I can't remember, it went up to um, at the end of Water 7, I want to say. Right. Um, but yeah, they. I'm pretty sure eventually they're going to have everything on there. That's going to be sweet. I even heard that they're going to do another anime that they're going to release on Netflix and it's going to start from the beginning. Yeah, like they're going to redo it. They're going to redo it. You know, like, because, you know, like, um, Oda was, I think we talked about this before on a previous podcast, but um, Oda is very involved with that story. So he was okay with those changes yeah. because his point is at the time he was writing it, that's what he was thinking. Right. But over time, it could be done a different way. And so that he kind of went back and when they changed it, you know, like he has to, they have to get his approval to make it any different. Right. And, you know, with this, with this new series that's coming out, it's going to be reimagined and it's going to be done again. I can't wait to see the artwork style on that. Yeah. I don't know who knows what that's going to look like. Dukes is like subtitles. <laughs> Netflix have the English version, bro. Netflix, they got the dub for you, bro. The English dub. Nice. I'll have to jump in on that. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, if I watch One Piece, which I'm not, but if I ever do, I'm going to watch the first season with subtitles just to get that feel. Yeah. You got to get past the first, like, what was it? Alf, we think like 30, 40 episodes? Yeah, at least. I think th when, when it gets to 30 and 40, that's when it gets really good. Like, by far, I think, in my opinion, uh, One Piece has the best story. And, and arcs with each character and what they're going through it's so sick dude and they they it's go so off on sick. tangents with backstories like for like episodes oh, like like crazy and then they'll they'll touch base on something like way way in episode 700 that mm -hmm. they talk that happened in episode 200 it's like wow the connections and you know as, yeah. as a comic book character or, um, mm -hmm. a comic book character, as a comic book reader you know an x-men lover i love those little connections of those tangents that you put together oh and speaking of um, dubbed compared to uh, original voice acting, I'm sorry, dude, but the Frankie American voice is so much better than the Frankie Japanese voice. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for that one from all over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think Zoro is All Might's voice, right? Is it? I think I could be wrong. Or, no, or is it, wait, is it Piccolo's voice? I think it's Piccolo. The guy that is Piccolo, I think. I, yeah, I think. think there's like this all might Vegeta voice or something. I think. Oh, I don't know. Man. I can't remember. <laughs> I'd like to quote Alfonso. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say you you're gonna you'd love Frankie, man. He's like, bro, bro, we gotta get together and do this, bro, bro. <laughs> and, <laughs> The American voice is so hilarious because he has this surfer look to him. You know, he's always wearing his, his little black thong. Oh, man, he's hilarious. You know, the little black thong is not going to get me interested in that. With the Hawaiian shirt? Come on. Yeah. He does. What's crazy is, like, he's based on, like, um, what is it? Is it American? I think it's it was American. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, he's American. I think it's, I think it's American. But the whole... 
that big thing like an anime like his speedo was like a huge thing yeah so like for one of the things for him to because he didn't really didn't want to leave when he built them the ship right mm-hmm. and the, the way to get him was he had to get they had to get the the underwears and it would make him go so like they took the underwear and it were, he was chasing everyone who grabbed his underwear it's pretty funny <laughs> And then, and then you got Robin who has this power to create hands, and she's oh, like, yeah. he was like, forget it, I don't need them. And she created these two hands on his legs, and they went like this. And went, and he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was dope, dude. She was grabbing this thing, and he was screaming, and then he kept screaming, and then he's like, Luffy's like, hey, stop doing that, Robin, because I want him to <laughs> the time he gets on the ship. And she was like. He's lying. I'm not. I'm not doing it anymore. So it's just emotional of him crying. You know what? Is dude? I'm telling you, yeah. it's fucking. It's, it's pretty dope, dude. Like the stories are so intricate <laughs> and dope, bro. You're just like, ah, oh. like the Water Seven scene. Like, so when Robin comes in, because I don't know if you ever watch Alan. Robin comes in, and when when Luffy fights this villain, she ends up stowing on the ship, and they're like, hey, what are you doing here? And she just she said, hey, I want to be on the ship. And then her, the reason why she wanted to do that because Luffy gave her a reason to live because her whole family got are extinct. They're like, she comes from an island where there are archaeologists and it got burnt down because the world government doesn't want anybody to know about the past. So he's like, she's like the sole survivor. So that's what makes her bounty high because they want to catch her and kill her. And so Water 7, that arc, like the government captures her. And so they go on a quest to try to free her. And she's just sitting on a thing and they're like, what are you doing? And, and she's just like, the whole thing is she doesn't want them to die for her. And Luffy just tells him, look, I want I want, I want to hear you say it. And she goes like, uh, I want to live. And it's just, it just hits you like, dang. she's like, I want to live. And then he looks at freaking Usopp and he's all do it. And he, he shoots his freaking arrow or like a shot and it burns the world government meaning like he burned a flag yeah burning the world government flag meaning like for you we're going to war against anybody and it's just like the whole like nakima like the the ship by the family dude like it just hits different yeah like, dude, it's like like that anime bro you it just hits you you're like just oh, dude, it makes you like you have your favorites but he touches so much of certain characters you're like damn robin's kind of dope you know what yeah. i mean it makes you think like damn that's it's just the writings are really good. He's cooking, bro. At the end of this year, bro, the, my man's in the kitchen. He's just throwing everything into that pot, bro. My man's just like cooking. Sanji. <laughs> yeah, he is cooking, dude. I mean, they they had the other one with um, oh my gosh, uh, what's the orange hair chick's name? Ah, Nami. Yeah, with Nami, like you saw in the series, where Nami, she's like, she finally like she kept like trying to like escape she kept trying to steal everything and then finally she was on her knees and she's like help me when she cut off her her tattoo that was in the series so that part that Mm -hmm. helped me was so impactful just like just like robin's i want to live man those two things it's just like whoa Mm -hmm. oh man that was that was some good stuff (laughs) wow that uh that might make me watch it (laughs) but after you guys spent like 20 minutes just saying how one piece is like the best thing ever and you know (laughs) 
cooking in the kitchen. I love how Joe always has the best food analogies. <laughs> so you can't have a burger with no bread. <laughs> it's not a burger. That's just a meat patty. Um, <laughs> wild card. You guys can pick anything from 2023. It could be memes. It could be like care a specific character. Could be a politician. I don't care. I just want to hear overall, what do you think? Could be something we've already discussed. What's the dopest thing of 20 and 23? Um, this was really tough for me because I didn't want to go with something I've said before. So I was going to talk wrestling, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to try to slide in the answer, Alfonso. I'm not going to tell you what my second runner-up was, but go check out Tony Storm because she's an amazing wrestler and she's doing some crazy stuff with her character. But Godzilla minus one is overall everything we've discussed, any category. That movie just just excited me in a way that, you know, I'm a Marvel fan and I'm, I'm loyal to Marvel. I love my Marvel characters. You know, I'm sure that like the uh, the Melissa McCarthy movie that came out this year, the, the Christmas one, G uh, Genie, it was a great movie. It was a great movie. But Godzilla Minus One just hit me in a way that a movie hasn't in a long time because it had emotion. It had me, I wasn't rooting for Godzilla, but I wanted to see a lot of Godzilla. But then I was rooting for the hero which I don't think I've ever done in a Godzilla movie before. Like the hero was always just there, but Godzilla was what I really wanted to see. So Alfonso, you really need to go see my number one top thing of 20 and 23, because Godzilla minus one just totally blew me away and completely changed my perspective on movies for all of 2023. So that being said, since you haven't seen the movie and you're not going to see it, what is your tippy top for all of 2023? <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a little weird for you guys because it's not something that came out in 2023, but it's something the wife and I discovered. Now, I want to, I want to, before I say anything about this, the wife does not want to watch anything with me ever because she hates everything. So I find things for her to watch with me and, you know, we'll go through them. And finally, we've got something that we watch together. We'll sit down, we'll bust out two or three episodes and we just, you know, we, we plow through it. So the past few, you know, I mean, God, since maybe August, we've been watching this. So it started in 2023. We started watching Suits. I don't know if you guys have seen Suits, but originally aired on USA. Uh, it got canceled, picked up again on Netflix. So there's nine seasons of this show. You know, it's where, uh, Mar you know, the Margle, be, you know, came out. You know, it's probably where Prince William or whoever found her and, you know, decided he was going to make a princess out of her. But the show is it's great man i mean you know you're always dealing with the smartest guy in the room being outsmarted by the smartest guy in the room right a lot of tony stark stuff in there they make mentions of so many different movies and tv shows and you know sometimes they're like oh yeah that was from that but sometimes they don't say it and when they don't say it and i know it that's when i love it the most you know what i mean because i'm in on the joke and my wife is like i, I gotta explain everything to her right because <laughs> she's like tv shows that's not her thing but we're loving it. We're loving it. And we're on the very last season. I was bummed because they only had up to eight on Netflix. And I was like, what am I going to do now? There's a ninth season. And I found it on Amazon. I thought it was for, for pay, but it was actually for free. So we're probably about three episodes till the end. And Suits has been great for me. 
You guys seen that at all? <laughs> I know Dukes hasn't. I have no. though. I watched like the first few episodes. I think I, I watched the first two seasons, and I'm like, bro, I can't do nine. I cannot do nine. There's just too many. And, it, you know, it's not like Netflix where it says 10 episodes. Right. And so it's just too many. So what I did was certain characters that I liked or mm-hmm. wanted to know what happened. I would Google the episodes and I would watch. So, nice. like, you know, like when he got caught, of course, I, I Googled when he gets caught and watched that okay. episode. And then I watched a few. And then when he got married, watched the few. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, I, I skipped a lot of the episodes. I, I definitely watched the last episode. It was pretty good. Um, so, but yeah, it's a good series, man. I know Dukes yeah. ain't going to watch it. Dukes, what I'm it, not. What it is, there, there's there's this guy, you know, he. I, he I've heard all. You've heard about it? <laughs> Everybody talks about suits. Oh, he ran into the building and he's trying to get away from someone. And he has a photographic memory. And he and he and he memorized the book. And then they gave him a job, but he really didn't have a job. Yeah, yeah, I've heard all about it. Yeah. Well, the yeah. way you, you the way you spin it makes it sound good. <laughs> that's the way everyone spins it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that, that that's that's pretty much the Netflix trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but what really caught me was like friends at work were talking about it. Like I got this new job and I got three or four people that I work with. They all were talking about it, watching our lunch. And I'm like, I'll check it out. Then I started watching some TikToks and it started popping up because of course TikTok heard me talking to my mm-hmm. friends about this. And and now I'm seeing little episodes, clips of it. I'm like, oh, this is this is good, you know. <laughs> so it got us. But it's a, definitely a great experience with my wife. So I'm loving it. That's awesome, dude. If nothing else, the opportunity to spend time with your wife makes it the clearly the best thing of 2023. Yes, sir. Sure. Joe, what what's your tippy top of 2023? You know, I just don't have one. I'm like Alfie in this sense. I, I, the Godzilla minus one is super strong. I'm looking forward to the season that they're going to do for that. I'm excited for Star Wars because the way Ahsoka ended. Um, I'm excited for One Piece, you know, the live uh, action and adaptation of what season two is going to be like because they're already gonna, they're already working on it. And then I'm also because this year, man, like One Piece, the animated series is just popping, dude. So I mean, the end of Wano, like there was some good animation in that. So I, I want to say those four different shows ended really well for me at the end of 2023 and made me happy of what could come in 2024 what's weird is none of none of it was dc or marvel it's an excellent point my bro yeah very excellent point and this concludes this episode of the nerd world order broadcast so until next time ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order i am nwo we are nwo nerds redefined booyah